Welcome to November's BBRO Beatcast. I'm Francesca Broom, your host and knowledge exchange manager for BBRO. The plan for this month's Beatcast was to focus on harvesting, but as I'm sure many of you have experienced, it's not been easy to get the harvesters out. So instead, we're going to catch up with Stephen Aldous in his nice, warm, comfy office and discuss not only what we have managed in harvesting, but also his recent trip to beat Europe. Well, it's uh, quite a dry start to the morning here, a little bit misty, but um, we were hoping that the November recording of Beatcast would be out in field watching the harvest go. But uh, very few of them are rolling, and uh, I think the same can be said for anyone that's trying to lift potatoes at the moment. But that does mean that I have the undivided attention of Stephen Alders here at Bexwell, and we're going to catch up a little bit about harvesting for this year. But firstly, I want to touch on Beat Europe, because he has just returned from France. So, Stephen, come on, tell us what's happening over in France. Uh, unfortunately, very much the same weather conditions as we're seeing here. We're just in northern France, just an hour and a half from Calais, and conditions were similar, very wet underfoot. Just about going for the harvesters, there were demonstrations in the afternoon, which was good to see, but difficult nonetheless. Uh, but they all did manage to get a, a couple of passes in. Uh, some of them probably weren't so happy with their performance, but uh, it was good to see uh, all the major brands there with their latest models. So T5 from Holmer and 6S, Tiger from Roper. Uh, interesting to see the Vivat Q621 actually. It's not something we have here in the UK, the bigger machine. Uh, also with the roller bed and the twin row defoliator at the front. So again, good to see that. Um, and whether we see one in this country, uh, we'll wait and see. All right. So this Vivat, I mean, it sounds quite a, quite a big machine. So when you say big what are we talking uh no nothing uh nothing bigger than normal just uh, a slightly different model to what we've been running here in the uk so yeah it's interesting to see the uh twin rotor defoliator especially uh it's something we're familiar with with the grimy toppers uh we use them here for trials so the idea being we're moving away from mechanical scalping arm to uh, a rubber flailed machine to uh, hopefully improve crowning so it's good to see uh, another manufacturer demonstrating that as well so by the sounds of that, that, that was one of your favourites. So uh, what else did you see? Oh, I don't have favourites, but it was interesting to see the, uh, the different model, which we haven't had here in the UK. Uh, it, just lots of little tweaks. It's uh, devil in the detail, I think, with the improvements made to beet harvesters at the moment. Going through it with their technical teams, you know, we're talking 10% increase in turbine area. Uh, improved lighting packages, improved control systems, and streamlined control systems. So lots going on fundamentals remain the same I think. Unfortunately yeah, we are down to those four major brands now uh, but it's good to see the latest from them all, all next to each other operating. And do you see that in the future there will be major changes? You'd have to ask the designers what they've got on their, uh, on their concept boards. It's hard to see where we would make major changes. Um, obviously there are a few different systems operating uh, I think hopefully we'll start to see some yield monitoring. I think that's the big thing that everyone's looking for from the manufacturers. But unlike grain, obviously beet, how ununiform it is, the dirt tears, etc. is just a really hard system to get down and get accurate. So um, I'm sure in time, maybe by the next beet Europe in four years, we might see some more technology on that front coming through. And you had quite a few of the team went to beat Europe to have a look around. Is it a large event? <sighs> hard to judge really. I mean it's not, it's not the size of cereals. Obviously there's 
a limited number of manufacturers involved. Obviously, you've got the drill manufacturers there and some non-beak specific uh, machinery. Yeah, several hectares, and obviously you need quite a big operating area to keep that many machines doing demos for two days, especially when you've got the 12 row holmer there, so you do need a few hectares to keep them all busy. So yeah, a good sized site. It's not on the scale of uh, your seamers or agrotechnicas or anything like that, but a, a good good sized field demo, definitely. But for one crop, you know, for sugar beet, mm. there's, it's quite a big event to go to, and it draws people from all over, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I guess the wet weather enabled us to go because we weren't lifting trials. And I spoke to contractors and farmers from multiple countries that have uh, travelled across Europe. Obviously, that's the beauty of it being in France. Uh, a lot of people can just jump in the car or the truck and, and head across for the day. Now, I've had some previous experience of some of our events over in France. Um, I just wondered, health and safety, was that any better? I think it's safe to say it'd be a different event if we hosted it. There's a lot of people walking in and around machines, which makes you very nervous. Uh, I've previously attended other shows in Europe with the same sort of vibe. So, yeah, definitely different culture to us on the discipline around machinery, moving machinery. I don't think I'd want to have been driving one of those harvesters, for sure. A different take on things, isn't mm. it? So you, you actually just mentioned something, that there was some drills there, and obviously we, we're now lifting the crop, but that mm -hmm. drilling is on our minds, isn't it, getting the seedbed ready? So, again, was there anything of interest within drills? A few new models, a few tweaks here and there, nothing uh, too dramatic. Uh, Monosome had a new, it was new for me anyway, to see their uh, latest vacuum type machine. So sort of your crossover between maize and sugar beets. So that heavier weight range of drill was there. Sorry, sorry you just say vacuum. Uh, you know, uh, so what's, it's what's an air pressure meter rather oh, than a mechanical right, okay. meter. Yeah. So it was interesting that machine, but unfortunately with the weather conditions they were, nothing was being demonstrated on the drills, tillage, hose, weed pulling. That was all just static for this, just because of the sheer volume of water that was on the site. So. And have you returned with a shopping list? A couple of interesting things. So the one manufacturer that was there, what we wouldn't see in the UK, is Franquet, which is a French uh, manufacturer, sort of known for their trailed uh, harvesters. But they did have a very small lifter unit, which got the uh, trials team excited to assist with hand digs when we're out in the field. It might offer some uh, mechanical assistance for that. So I have sent an email this morning to see if they can price us one. <laughs> we will find out. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine the excitement of the team um, for, for any grower that mm. uh, mine goes back to before the harvesters. Hand lifting is um, not the easiest or pleasant job, is it? Yeah, and it might enable some uh, us to do a few more as well. So we can do a few more field scale trials. So. Yeah. I think that's dangerous talk to say we want to do. But more. we haven't got it yet, so uh, we might. It might not work for us. But it was interesting to see, and uh, the two-stage lifting system is always interesting to see, and uh, but still yet to take off here, really. So. Yeah, and from all the drill manufacturers, we we, ha we have got more joining us for drill training later on this year, haven't we? Yes, so Coon and Grimmy will be added to the event. See, Cavernland and Monasem and Vardastad have been attending for several years now, but uh, there are more drills coming into the beet sector with, uh, like I said, the, the vacuum-type maize machines. So, uh, yes, two more this year, and who knows what the future will bring with uh, other manufacturers getting involved. Yeah, so it'll be exciting to see them at the events, which will be held in February. So I know you have a love of machinery, and I'm sure it didn't just 
stick to things that were sugar beet related. Was there anything weed related? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, a big focus for reduced chemical inputs or pesticide inputs. Big showing of hose. A lot of the major drill manufacturers have either come out with their own product or to other product ranges. So it was interesting to see those all on show together. Like I said, unfortunately, with the wet conditions, it just wasn't dry enough for those machines to operate. Although they did have some late drill beet plots there, I think, for that purpose, but just far too wet. And also mechanical weed pullers. Uh, I'm sure people have seen them posted on LinkedIn, online, YouTube, etc. So ideally suited for tall weeds in the beet crop. So interlocking rubber wheels at various angles to pull the weeds out. Uh, so ideal for yeah, your weed beet and your fat hen. Several of those were at the show. Uh, and it was interesting to have discussions with those manufacturers about their output, their performance, their development, how they've come to develop them. So uh, potential projects in the future there for us to, to investigate how they perform for us. Yeah, because I know a lot of growers did struggle with fat hen in particular this year, didn't they? Yeah, we our trial sites, we had some very late fat hen coming through and uh, it's difficult con to control. So uh, on a commercial crop, it, it could be a possible solution for that. And is that something that, again, you might be looking to add to the we repertoire of EBRA? Yeah, we started those conversations with those manufacturers. Obviously, we need their support, their buy-in to do any projects like that. So I'm sure in time you'll hopefully see projects or demos to, to see how it does perform for us. And it's uh, all well and good talking to a salesman, but it's uh, good to see it working uh, for yourself and understand its uh, capabilities and its potential output. Mm. So actually, these sort of events, although it sounds like a, a, a nice trip away to go and take things on, you actually come back with quite a bit more work coming in, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I think everyone has the, when we go out there, if, you know, when we do get the chances, yeah, see what they're doing differently and what can we bring back. And yeah, even if one thing out of all that we saw is useful to us, it's a gain, isn't it? So uh, obviously Agrotechnica is coming up next month as well, and I'm sure there'll be a whole load of products launched there, which might be of interest, but uh, I don't think I can swing a trip out there with harvest still going on. So. Hopefully somebody will go and uh, report mm. back for you. Indeed. Now let's look back at uh, what's happening here in the UK, and obviously you've lifted some of our trials so far. So how far through the system are we? Not as far as I'd like, really. Uh, NLs are all done due to the timelines involved for that turnaround, so they're all uh, processed and away. Uh, we're sort of halfway through the RL series, the treated trials, and we've got some untreated to lift as well. So we're not a million miles behind, but dry forecasts would be very welcome to, uh, to push on. We've got a few of our heavier sites left to finish, and then uh, so fingers crossed for a dry week. I think there'll be lots of people that would agree with that one mm. somehow. And how is the going been? Good. I think it's fair to say there's some good fresh weights out there. I, I haven't been through any of the data yet. That's sort of just ticking along. But uh, yeah, definitely some big samples coming out of plots. So hopefully that equates to some good strong yields for growers as well. But we've seen an amazing crop, really, considering that we weren't drilling until, in some cases, late May. Yep. But what we have seen is a, a lower sugar level. But could that be driven by the fact that the, the beet has grown so quickly over such a short period of time? The physiology is probably not my strongest suit, but uh, definitely, obviously, the late drilling and then the continued moisture through the summer, we have been just putting on what appears to be really good fresh weight. And obviously, there's always a trade-off between fresh weight and sugars. The sunlight, I guess, would be reasonably low levels late in the summer, early autumn, I should say, uh, to then drive those sugars up as, as we get into campaign. So we still seem to be sitting around the 16% mark and below, rather than the 17s and 18s that we typically would see in 
September, October. Yeah. But as you say, it's a trade-off, isn't it? We could have had a smaller beet and a higher sugar level, mm. and we have got some fantastic-looking beet out there. Yeah, so I get, yeah, it all comes down to adjusted tonnage in the end, doesn't it? So as long as we're finding the yield somewhere, it's a, a good thing, I hope. <laughs> Always a good thing, that'll be fine, as long as, as long as the harvesters can deal with the size, isn't it? <laughs> yes, definitely, and hopefully harvesters can keep rolling. It seems that, yeah, we're, we're getting through the acres and the tonnes, uh, so obviously there's plenty of tonnes to go off the field, so we just want to keep harvesters and hauliers moving, I think, at this point. So you say you're halfway through RL and, and almost there. Give us a ballpark figure. How many hectares have you got left to lift? Now, we don't talk about hectares, we talk about plots, so uh, I think we've got roughly two and a half thousand left to come out of the ground. So, <laughs> yeah, plenty of bags to tie and labels to put in, but uh, yeah, we're, again, we, we could do some, some good dry weather to get caught up to where we want to be again, but uh, hopefully by the end of November we'll, be, um, we'll have wrapped up everything except for sort of late lift fungicides and disease work really. So I'm going to have to ask, two and a half thousand to go, how many have you actually done in plots? I think we're like 1,500, 1,700. Uh, I, I, I don't look too closely, I'd rather not know sometimes. But yeah, we, we've cleared four sites, so uh, we just keep moving. So we're all moved, and as soon as it dries up, we'll be, uh, we'll be doing that in a day, and then moving again. So. Yeah. And all of those plots are usually lifted into individual bags, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, so individual bulk bags, tied uh, by hand, labelled by hand, and then uh, off to uh, Whissington uh, to our plot building uh, in a walking floor lorry, and, uh, and then processed through the commercial tear house as are the commercial samples. So if anyone's listening, we are still looking for staff, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, if you like being out in the field in November, then uh, yeah, there's, there's always opportunity. Yeah, but there, there are good times too. Yeah, no, I mean, we've had some fantastic lifting conditions. Well, I'll let you get back to perusing through the, the catalogue of um, things you've seen and uh, making your wish list. Yeah, just so. catching up on the emails from a few days away. Thank you very much, Stephen. Thank you. As mentioned, we will be holding our drill operator training days in February, and that's going to be 20th of February at Morley Farms, Norfolk, and 21st of February, Rise Home College Campus, and that's the Lynx Showground. There are limited places, so please book via the website www.bbro.co.uk forward slash events. That just leaves me to give you the basis points and the number you require is AP forward slash 131325 forward slash 2324 forward slash K. Next month, rather frighteningly, takes us to December. And we're going to take a look at glyphosate to see what the future holds for that and also to see if there's anything in the weed control armoury that could be on your Christmas list. Hopefully you'll be able to join us, but for now, thank you very much for listening.